Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we... We're going deep. We do. We're, we're going deep. We go deep. We go deep into fan theories. We go deep into water. philosophical discussions. Deep into deep water. Deep into water. That's mostly what I was talking we, about. I physically, literally thought you Keith drowns in this episode. I drown. You're talking to the ghost of Keith. That's I, right. Talking to, not listening to. I don't understand how podcasting I works. I asked to be the ghost of Christmas present. They said no. <laughs> it's just the past. It's over a weird and over one. Again. The point is, guys, we're talking about inside. There we go. There it is. There it is. We sat down with, uh, with Aaron Blairt, who is a hilarious, wonderful, great video game mind and all-around great dude from uh, from Late Night with Conan O'Brien and from the new Conan O'Brien show. If you've ever seen Clueless Gamer, that's Aaron. He crushes. He's hilarious. And we, I mean, we go into it, gang. Guys. I, we go into we it. We go into it. But before we get to that. Before we go into it. Before we get into it, guys, you want to know the real information. Yeah, that was all <laughs> lies. That was, that was all a bunch of falsities. Uh, guys, it's happening again. We're doing it. We have a live show. Yes. Here in Los Angeles at the Lyric Hyperion on June 29th. June 29th yeah. with the guest, the hilarious and wonderful Jackie Johnson. We're going to be talking about the game Earthbound at 8 p.m. Lyric Hyperion, Lyric Hyperion, Los Angeles, California. In Silver Lake, June 29th, Jackie Johnson, Earthbound, on June 29th at the Lyric Hyperion. June 29th, with Jackie, Jim, Johnson, Jackie Johnson, talking about 29th. Earthbound. Is this how people do ads? I don't know. I, think, I just assume we're terrible things? at ads. I assume we're terrible at most things. So we're going to keep promoting that. That's going to be on its way. But another thing. Another thing. Another thing. And another thing. And another thing, guys. The real information. <laughs> this, that when was I a told lie you about well. the show, the you're show like, was a you lie. were like, shut up, Keith. Get to the real stuff. <laughs> um, we have a phone number now. We have a phone, we have a phone number. number now. The show has a phone that you number. you can call and leave a voicemail. You can leave us questions, anything you want to know. If you want to give us a shout out, if you want to talk about what you're going on with you that week. We're going to play it on the show. We're going to answer these questions. And to call us, all you have to do is dial the number 424-256-5967. Say it again, Keith. Should I have to? This is a podcast. I Uh, want it to be a use. Okay, 424-256-5967. And I might change it in the future if I can find 69, 69, 69, but I probably probably won't. But call that number. And we've already gotten like eight voicemails off of this thing. Have we really? Yes. So well, you want the real information? Yeah, you guys want the though, real Keith. information. You want the real information? Well, too bad because we don't have any. I'm two dogs in an overcoat. I knew fucking knew it. <laughs> I, you know what gave it away? What? Your eight legs. Yes. <laughs> Let's jump you in. You know, also has eight oh, legs. No. You know, also has eight legs. What? The huddle. The huddle. The huddle! We did it's it. inside. This is new players joined. Questions? Go yeah. for it, Shoot. Why did I go great at 14? Go. <laughs> uh, because you're a silver fox and the world knew you could pull it off. Ooh. There you go. They do now. Steve Martin did. Hit me with another. Hit me with so you're another. deterministic. You think that our, our lives are pre-written. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't think. I try not to think about Isn't will or free will. That uh, what that's right. DNA is? <laughs> pre-written? <laughs> pre-written? Like well, I would say happen? it's, it's potential. Like? It's potential. Oh, it's potential. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the seed of it. I'm reading this book. Um, this guy, Ted Chang, who's this great author who wrote... He's a sci-fi author. Uh, wrote the. Uh, you saw the movie Arrival? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Loved Arrival. 
wrote the story that that was based the on. Story, yeah, yes. the, uh, the yes. story of you, um, which is what it's based on. He he's one of these hyper smart like engineer brain guys who then also writes fiction. And <laughs> his first, uh, I think he's only written that book of short stories and then this new book he just came out with a new book of short stories and a lot of it is about determinism and gotcha. and uh, that stuff there's but I, a, I love those things there's an episode of Radio Lab that I always go back to uh, where there's a, a type of amnesia that you can get where you slowly regain your memories but Ooh. it's kind of this lapse of like you know You'll repeat five minutes over and over and right. over again. Like you'll lose your memory every five minutes, like some kind, kind of, of like memento culture. or something. Right? A little bit, yeah. But they, um, they had audio. Uh, I want to say footage. They had audio of a woman who had suffered this, and then her daughter was with her in the uh, in the hospital room as she was regaining consciousness. Whoa! And the crazy. entire thing that was happening was that every five minutes, the mother would ask the same exact question. The same exact inflection. Whoa. So she'd be wow. like, every five minutes she'd be like, wait, but why am I here? And the daughter would answer and she would go, okay. And then the second question, wait, but how did this happen? Every, it was just like, it was wow, the same inputs crazy. in a computer. And so there is a part of me that's like, yeah, our brains are just computers and we'll react to the whatever stimuli, the way we're always programmed to react to it. So but the just th- a matter things of things I like, I, I like them. I yeah. like them. No, you're we still, like the ga- we like video games. You're still you. Okay, thank you. It's just God. that you is a computer. Gotcha. As long as I can, <laughs> That's all I like video games. We all like video Keith games. Keith is you, I'm and fine you with that. is computer. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm but one thing that's interesting though is like, and talking about video games, and I know we're getting heavy right off the Let's bat. Let's do it. Let's get. I deep. go deep, and then I surface. Yeah. Right. <laughs> talk about like bubble gum at the end. But no. But one thing I, I do think that's interesting about video games, and and what's so cool about them now. And getting into Inside, which is, you know, one of my favorite games is, you know, games started out as just like, oh, like Pong or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then like sports, they started out as like a game game. Mm -hmm. And through the years and through technology and all these other things, they've really become a storytelling devices. Yes. Which is so cool. And they get to ask and address these big questions about, in many ways, like I was talking about Ted Chang, that, that great author and his new book I'm reading. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I like science fiction, why I like uh, um, short stories and that genre is because it can really address these like huge, big questions yeah. of our lives. Philip K. Dick did a great job of that, right. too. And now video games start to do that yes. in a cool way, too. And so, you know, it, it's so funny because I, I think growing up as a nerd in Michigan and playing Doom while listening to Green Day's Dookie album <laughs> yes. over and over and this over. This sounds like a dream. Very, very, I love this. Oh this is great. When they come uh, around on it, repeat. It's true. <laughs> Whenever I hear that or Basket Case, it like takes me back yes. to like, yep. definitely. Uh, to Doom. Some Doom. <laughs> Like it would normally. Our listeners don't know this, yeah. but Aaron just mimed holding a big fucking gun. <laughs> Absolutely. Just for half a second. The BFG. Um, it's muscle memory. It's just you yeah, go yeah. But, but, and, you know, and, uh, and all those things. And, and now, you know, it's like they're the video games are these great storytelling experiences yeah. and, and our art. You know, it's not yeah, just yeah, absolutely. killing demons, you know, on Mars. It's now like. It's, how do those demons feel? Yeah. <laughs> What What's are, going on? Well, what 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 would you do in that? And it, look yeah. at this world. What is this world? Yeah. If, what are these demons? Are they demons? Are they something else? Are they? Are we invading as a space marine? Are we invading this other world yeah. in an imperialistic takeover yeah. of another? We're getting to acts of sovereignty. What here. are we talking? But you know, that's an interesting thing. And 
And so, and that's why I love now, I love games that have a lot of world building. I love games that don't tell you everything, that yeah. make yes. you, that reveal things to yeah. you. Yeah. I love a good turn, a good reveal in yeah. a game is amazing. Just like in art, in 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 a movie, in uh, in books, and all these things. Um, and that's why I love, like Inside is one of my favorite games of the last five or six years because of- It has that reveal capacity. All of, it checks yeah. all those boxes that right. I love. Um, and it, sh- it, it showed me something different, you know, like, um, and for those who haven't played it, inside is first of all don't read anything about it and actually i guess we're gonna ruin the game for people oh that's the, that's the whole idea is that uh, <laughs> right if if you're listening to the episode and i mean we haven't even done the intro do you want to do the intro yeah, hey guys welcome to new players join a podcast about the v games people love and why they love today's gonna be great today's gonna today's be gonna today's gonna be, gonna be great. super fun uh you know our guests from his work uh on late night with conan o'brien and conan on tbs and from just being an all-around great guy who twitches and does great comedy things all around the world very nice there you go uh please welcome to the show Aaron Blair. Thanks, guys. Aaron. Thanks, fellas. And what, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to ask Aaron, what game? what game are we talking about, about today? To we're talking about Inside. There it yeah. is. Okay, now we got the full reveal. Now, now we got the Now I can ask, uh, did you play Limbo? I did. You played it before this or after? Uh, before. Okay. Okay. And not the same sort of feeling to like Inside to you did a better Lo- job. Loved Limbo. Yeah. Loved Limbo. Uh, Limbo, beautiful. You want to talk about games that are art. That's a beautiful game. Yes. And for those who have not played Limbo, you are a, a kid. It's a side scroller. But the way it's done, it's black and white and it's all shadow. Yeah. yeah. All monochromatic. All monochromatic and, and it's all done done in shadow which is very cool and things it's very creepy things reveal oh, yeah. themselves yeah. like come out of the darkness giant spiders mm-hmm. all sorts of constantly things. asking what is going on because yeah, nobody's yeah. explaining yeah. anything no no dialogue whatsoever that's right and I think part of correct me if I'm wrong that game is you're searching for your sister yes they don't they don't, they don't really quite explicitly you. say it yeah. the, the whole premise of limbo is that you're just kind of a kid yeah and as most video games, or a very center. small man, yeah, never or, told, or a yeah. tiny, tiny man, like Jack, like yeah. uh, you know, Robin Williams, who Jack. loves shorts. He was. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. That's how you can tell: is that a kid or a giant man? Are they wearing shorts? shorts? That's a child. <laughs> a child is wearing shorts. Uh, but the the whole premise of the game is go from left to right. Yes, because that's all that really happens at the beginning. Is you know from gaming history and all your experience, go from the left part of the screen to the right part of the screen. Sure. And then over time, it starts to unveil itself. You know, unveil itself what this world is, uh, how dangerous it is, and it's only at the end that they really tell you what this journey has been. Yeah, and it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and I I, I again I love that game. Great game. Half baked, kind of felt a little half baked. Really, the felt ending? short. Felt yeah, and and like I thought a, a game with a lot of potential. Uh, you know, and it just felt yeah, it felt. Half baked. I mean, it's, it feels very indie at the end. So, so that's, yeah, that's interesting. So you walked away from being like that wasn't quite what I felt like it was going to go, or you wanted something more, something different. Well, let me ask you guys a question. Go for it. When you start a game, mm-hmm. yeah, there is a there is a certain unspoken contract that's written. There's, right. kind of, I don't know how you guys are, but if you're like me, you probably play a lot of games, and so there's this kind of when you're starting a game, let's say the first few hours or so, you're as you're figuring out the controls, as you're learning about the world, all this stuff, you are unconsciously entering into a contract with whoever made the game. Right. And and that contract can change. And it's a kind of a promise. So like let's say you're starting Skyrim. Right. Okay. Long Which cut. I, I did again for, for <laughs> literally did? last night. Did you do mods? Anything different? I haven't. I literally you just, just downloaded. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, You'll hear a, a lot of tweets <laughs> about Skyrim in the coming days, but You'll... go ahead. So, and 
that game, it, it's, it takes a long time for that game to get going. Right. Yeah. So what that says to me then is this is going to be a large game. Yeah. yeah. It's taking a long time to start. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of story. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, speaking in this game. It's really going to take. Yes. Uh, it's going to be an epic tale. Yeah. I'm yeah. Learning a lot about myself and all. Okay. Or a smaller game like mm-hmm. Super Meat Boy. Boom. Right. You're into it. You're Cuban meat. Yeah. Let's go. That's crazy. And then it's there's weird other things. that he always makes that sound. It is kind of weird. Very I would buy that game so many more times if he yeah. did make that Super sound. Super <laughs> Took me a long time to perfect that. Uh, <laughs> but so so and in Limbo, I think that that I, I was expecting kind of a larger scope. I was because it does gotcha. start kind of slow. Yeah, the world is very cool and it yeah. feels very expansive. And at the end, it didn't feel as expansive or as large a scope as I originally thought. In the Did it feel like chapter one of Limbo? I definitely, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I totally get that. Yep. Um, this is one of the games, I mean, it came out, what, 2010? Limbo? Yeah, a while so, ago. So it was a game where it was like, it was one of the indie games. You mm-hmm. know, when it came out, it was like, there was Super Meat Boy, there was Fez, there was Limbo, there were a few others that was like, this is going to be a yeah. thing now. To me, it was like the Air Eternal Sunshine movie for video games. Oh, that's yes. just like, you know what that's I mean? It was just like, here's this indie art yes. piece that everyone loves that Talks about things like and outside of it without discussing exactly. But and I it's thought, important. but Eternal Sunshine though completed a thought. I yeah. and that I think was that to your point. I think uh, Limbo never completed its thought really. No. Limbo was um, if if you didn't know the game was called Limbo, what would you think the plot of that game? That's a great was, question, right? Yeah, because the whole idea is your character is looking for his sister, and either he died or she died, right. and you're in limbo, sure. trying to escape, yes. and you break through at the end. But if it was just called Boy, you know, because he's wearing shorts, <laughs> yeah. you would have no idea that it was like this kind of hellish purgatory yes. limbo, Instead, whatever. Instead, it became called God of War 5. Yeah. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. If, I mean, does he wear shorts in that? Because Atreus should. Oh, the entire time. <laughs> boy, reach into your jinko he, jeans yeah, he, and hand me He that wore ass. shorts once and his dad was like, go back inside. Yeah. <laughs> you will be a boy You are man. <laughs> that's, that's the coming of age tale, is taking off shorts and putting on khakis. <laughs> you are a man and a god now, Atreus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, with Limbo, I totally get that feeling. I guess for me, I a little bit, I have that feeling with Inside as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I don't so much mind that feeling with, with indie games because, you know, they're less, I'm not spending 60 bucks on an indie game. Uh, so I'm like, I'll, I won't, you know, have that same feeling of like, well, I don't fully get it. That kind of art house right. feel. That's I'm also part, and by right. the way, the price point is also part of that contract we're talking yeah, about exactly. with your expectations. That are yeah. if, it, if it costs you $60, I'm expecting it better a cool be game. a fucking game. I'm expecting a cool Persona game. 5 makes you sign a contract at <laughs> the beginning of the <laughs> they, game. They literally they make you sign it. Your character it. signs. If you say no, they go, okay, and the game ends. (laughs) That's awesome. That's everything should be that way in life. They should know exactly what you're entering into. I don't care. Get in this Uber. Sign this contract right now. So was Inside a Game at the end of it, you were like, oh, I'm thinking about this game. Like, this is, like, connecting with me. Well, so so that game, Inside, was, I would say... One of the reasons why I really liked it is it really exceeded my expectations, okay. especially because when I started it, I was expecting something small yeah, and something kind of simple. Mm-hmm. And that game unfolds in such a great way. And 
so it starts off if you've never played Inside again. I guess we're going to ruin it for yeah, you. Yeah, we're going to talk about the whole oh, we're gonna thing. We're going to ruin it for and you. Theories but and everything. It, it, if it, this was a movie yes. podcast about Star Wars, we're going to say Darth yes. Vader is the father. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, by the way, since it's not a movie uh, podcast, I ruined it. We're so, so sorry. <laughs> we're so sorry about that spoiler, guys. It's Titanic six. We're so sorry. We don't want to Bruce Willis is dead. We don't want to spoil life spoiler anything. Spoiler and movie spoiler. Yeah, seriously. Lincoln gets shot. Boom. That's the president and the movie. Now you know. The president and the movie. So, so yeah. So, you know, for me, and again, if you haven't played Inside, stop listening and go play it. Yes. It's and it's short. But, um, but skip to the ads portion of this, guys, because it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a child. You kind of crawl out of the forest. Mm-hmm. And again, it, like Limbo, it's a side scroller left to right. And you really, you can't do anything except kind of push things. Right. Um, and it's a puzzler in that way. Uh and you start off in this forest, and you're kind of going along. It's a little creepy, and you know it's kind of cool looking. And oh yeah, I like this art and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's a, a moment in the very beginning. This is where it hooked me in, mm-hmm. where you're kind of you're you're kind of running uh, through the forest, and all of a sudden, there's a truck yes. that start that starts driving. Yeah, and it's very dark. This is nighttime, and everything's been very quiet at this point. And the truck, and you get this, and there's bright headlights, and you're like, oh, shit. And there's kind of somebody riding in the back, and you're like, I'm like, oh, this is a little creepy. Very E.T. feel. Very E.T. And it turns towards you, and all of a sudden, there's the barking of a dog that's chasing you, mm-hmm. and the mu- it, it, it just gets crazy. It and swells. It's, it's, the music swells, and you get killed immediately yeah. in a horrifying <laughs> way. And it shocked me greatly. Yeah. And I was like, whoa! And it was like, and I love horror movies. I don't get scared. And it scared me. And yeah. I was like, I am in for this game. Yeah. And then I got killed nine more times mm-hmm. right at that point. Yep. And I was like, I'm 100% in. And then it's- and <laughs> You were like, I, I love, love kids getting yeah. killed. That's well, why I love Limbo. It's why I love Inside. Well, it's like, it's the perfect comedy circle, right? First time it happens, it's like, oh yeah. no. Second time you go, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And then the third by, time- By the 12th time <laughs> the kid in Inside dies, you're like, oh man, it's, this is good, This is funny guys. again. This is funny. <laughs> but what gets me with Inside, and why, again, I love video games, is, you know, they're a pro active form of entertainment mm-hmm. yeah. if I was watching this on TV or you know whatever I would be like oh wow okay that's crazy <laughs> but the fact that it would only be somewhat funny yeah. <laughs> but it's like but the fact that you are that kid exactly. is visceral yes and it's scary it feels and like it happens to you it feels like it happens to you especially because up to that point everything has been kind of like very quiet and figuring oh right. I can push this thing and then yeah. all of a sudden boom dog yeah. you're dead you're like fuck there is uh and and the game uh the game designers who made Limbo and who made Inside are terrific at this. They're big on setting the mood, setting the ambiance, yeah. and then going, and here's the one thing you gotta know about this game. Yeah. And in Inside and in Limbo, it's just like death is everywhere. And quick. Can, yeah. Can I ask something? I don't know if this actually would change anything. If it was an adult, would you feel differently about the game? If what? If, you, it, if it was an adult. Very yeah, much I was, protagonist. I was yes, thinking about this too, so. because I until we started talking about this today, I didn't even think about the fact that both Limbo and Inside yeah. are both you play as a young boy. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, but but as an unconscious thing. Like not consciously, like, but no, because the whole thing is you feel helpless. Exactly. And, and limbo, it, you, uh, limbo and inside life is very precarious Mm -hmm. and very fragile and you're vulnerable the entire time. And that affects how you play the game because the game gets incredibly creepy. It does. Right. And there are moments 
I mean, and I do not do this. I am not a guy who gets scared. I was scared so many times in Inside. Yeah. <laughs> way more than Alien Isolation. Yeah. Way more than Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Any of those other games. Even in VR, Resident, Resident Evil 7. Okay. Inside scared me way more. I, there's a moment in Inside where you're, you know, there's this whole water section. Oh, God. We're going to the little, water. little girl. And, and there's this girl or thing <laughs> with long hair. Yeah. And it moves very quick and very creepily yeah. in the water. And and it's just, you are out of your element. You feel even slower and more vulnerable. And I was playing and being like, ah, ah, my leg. <laughs> I, I swear to God. I mean, I was like, I was literally yeah. like physically affected by yeah. it. And it was amazing. Yeah, the first time I played inside, because, uh, you know, like you said, lots of ways to die. Things can fall on you. Adults Everything can find kills you. you. Everything kills you. Dogs maim you. Trucks run you Pigs. over. You get shot. Pigs eat you. Things go Everything. wrong. If you have anxiety, don't play this yeah. game. <laughs> Only listen to the ads of this podcast. Yeah, and Stop then just, and podcast. just go back into your sleeping bag and just crawl up, face exposed, and just breathe really heavily for a while. Face exposed. <laughs> but when I got to that part, yeah. I had the same thing where I was like, first of all, Definitely my heart rate sped up. I could feel adrenaline in my system. Yes, yes. But it's the it's like that little kid thing where if you're going to sleep at night and you're warm, you can't put your foot outside yes. the covers because that's the little thing that freaks you out. It's like that's that girl character with the yeah. long hair in the water who moves freakishly fast compared to you. Yes. That's the thing that's going to grab your leg. Yeah. And in this game, she does. She does. And she drags you down slowly, yes. but inevitably into the darkness and then you just start over going oh I guess it's one of the many horrifying new ways I can die in this game and and again I think one of the great things about Inside is the world building is amazing in this game yeah and you get little little kind of just windows into this world you know there there is so it starts off Inside starts off you're in the forest and you're going and then you kind of you survive all that stuff. You uh, there's kind of people looking for you, right? Very ETS, as you said. Then you kind By the of. By the way, spoiler: uh, the alien goes home. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, uh, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Uh, then um, you kind of enter into to a farm area right. where there are kind of dead pigs and then these worms and then all of a sudden part of the thing is the worms can control these zombies okay yeah. and now there's a whole thing where you put on a helmet and are you controlling these zombies and that is a whole not only game mechanic but other thing about this world oh yeah. weird there's like, mind control in this mechanics. world yeah they they farm these dead pigs to have these and then then it gets into a city and then oh my god you see that people are being rounded up and people mm-hmm. are being made into zombies you're like holy shit there's, and it just goes on and on and then like you said, you get into the water and you get dragged down and now you're in this weird underwater complex and right. then it becomes this other whole situation where it kind of looks like things have been destroyed and mm-hmm. things are in disrepair and what's happening? Have have these scientists move on, moved on or is the world being destroyed? Right. Has the world been destroyed? Is it being taken over? Also, like, like what are you? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end, of, like that's the real question now. It's yes. like no longer am I just an innocent boy. What am because I? Because who am I? You're, this game starts with you willingly, it seems. Yes. Like, like, Running out of this cornfield, yeah, trying to toward ass- this, yes, towards us. Yes. You are not running away from danger at any point in this game. You are running to the heart of danger the entire time. Yes, exactly. And so they never explicitly say what's going on, and there are tons of fan theories about what this game is actually about. Yes, but you chase your own demise for the entirety of this game. That's true. And and so what ends up happening is, so if like the first act is you feel like you're running from something. Mm-hmm. The second act is now you're in this complex and now you're kind of running towards something. The third act, at the end of act two, you 
climb into this tank and become absorbed into this giant weird blob blob of mutant other things yeah. other people and now just say the, florida. You florida, just say florida florida <laughs> you climb into florida a florida man and just like just like florida once you're in there yeah. you're in there that's right you ain't you can take the man out of florida but you can't take the giant human blob out of the man and you become a huge part of this huge blob that now you're gonna you, say huge piece of shit, <laughs> huge piece of shit. You become this, this giant human moaning, gross, multi-limbed blob yeah. that then it seems you're trying to escape. And here's the thing. And so you're rolling and destroying all this stuff. And yeah. that it's a very satisfying third yeah. act because you've been so powerless exactly. for so long. And now you are a fucking beast just yeah. destroying everything in your path. You're killing people. You're killing right and left. Yeah. So here's, and then uh, you break out and then you land on kind of this coastline yeah. where you're just sitting and then a ray of sunshine hits you. So my question to you fellas is, do you really escape? Boom. Okay. Here we go with the fan theories. <laughs> because the whole, this whole time, like you were saying, you're, you're running towards your kind of demise. Then you are this blob thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of fan theories say, okay, whatever that thing was in the tank, it was calling you to exactly. it. So then you could then join it and it could reach critical mass and then it could escape. Right. And then eventually the blob thing does bust out and it escapes. Does it really escape? So the other thing that I want to bring up is that when you are the blob, you are killing people, but there are also scientists in the facility who are encouraging you. Who are on, helping you. Yes. Who right. are opening doors and be like, go, go, yes, yes. go. And so... They've been hunting you this entire time, and now they want you to accomplish this thing. Right. So one of the theories is that it's not about you escaping. It's about you proving some kind of hypothesis or adding to the work that they're doing. Are you a part of this huddled mass? Were they testing you this whole time to get you to be part of this blob so that the blob could take the strength that you've gained, the knowledge that you've gained, and become a better blob and will they just pick you back up and put you in the tank they're just trying to create the ultra blob how much of this game is you spoke you you have to come up with it the plot yeah how much of it like Any do you think whatsoever like, like do you think like it's one of those games where it's just like there's constantly never ending essentially of like what the end result be because it's just so open-ended yeah this is fez <laughs> this is one of those games where they're like you step back and you go well what do you think it meant well that's and what I'm saying because I thought we was like this was a full circle sort of thing like it feels so open ended to me it's, it's very open ended and there is also a secret ending which I right. assume you know about. Yeah, in the cornfield you go down and there's a, you can unplug a thing and then you just right. collapse. So there are there are a number of glowing orbs in the game that are difficult to stumble upon. Yeah, and secret you can find areas them. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you can find them and unplug them. And if you unplug all of them, you can go down like back into the cornfield, drop down into this hatch, and there's this old abandoned computer station that looks like there's a scientist working there at some point, but he or she is long gone. And you just unplug the last orb. And when you unplug it, you shut down the way the zombie people have shut down when you've unplugged your brain from them. And so one of the readings of this game is that uh, you as the player are the one mind controlling the boy. That you have been giving, uh, you, ha you have been responsible for these horrible things, for all of the death, for all of the suffering. And it's about the character freeing himself from you. 
So, well, they should know that I killed that boy like two hundred <laughs> times. I'm a terrible caretaker. I, yeah, I would have been terrible oh, at this. Oh, you think just because you got away once that you're winning? <laughs> Guess what, bro? Two hundred to one. <laughs> Fuck you! I killed you a ton of times. No, it, it feel, every time I play a game like this, it makes me feel like Half Life. This made me feel like Half Life mixed with ET, like Steven Spielberg esque yeah. sort of like feel to it. Yeah, I mean, I so I think that uh, yes, I think that the whole thing is. It is all one big experiment. I don't yeah. think you're ever outside. No. I think even in the forest in the beginning, oh, you're all interesting. Oh, that's interesting. You're all inside. You never, and at the end, I don't think you ever, you don't escape either. I think you just go to a containment area they yeah. wanted you to go into. Because there is a part, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but I swear to God. Is there a nature-like part in the middle of the facility? Well, when you're, when you're crashing through stuff, there is a diorama yes, of where you end shows, up. Yes, it shows the yeah. light beam exactly yes. where you're going to land in so, the background. Right, so I think the entire thing is an experiment. Yep. I think it's all in one giant facility. You never see the outside world. Basically, you know, very much like Portal 2, except for the very end, obviously. Yeah. Gonna, but... You know, so I think that, yeah, inside, it's telling you that right up top. Yeah. You're inside the entire time. Oh You're part God. of this whole thing. And it's funny, like, talking about, you know, Ted Chang and going back to that guy and his, this author and his books and and what we were talking about in the very beginning about deterministic, uh, uh, if life is uh, determinism free versus free will. Yeah. You know, and this game inside is really about that. Like, you think the entire time you're making these choices and all those things right. and are you really? No, I would say you're not. I would say yes. you're part of this larger organism and you are exactly playing into either the scientist's hands, uh, exactly playing into the scientist's hands because the blob wants right. you to, to come in there. They so. designed you to meet uh, the blob, yeah. form into it, and then die at that exact location, which... Or or just live. I think yeah, at the end you're live. breathing. Yeah, but yeah, you're, like, but you're exhausted, but there yeah. you've escaped. Yeah. And my thing is, there are people in this game who when you become the blob you kill, and a few of them quite violently, and a few of them seem to be very important figures at this company. Right. Are they then? Or are they planted there? They are just innocent bystanders. So you would also, look like, right. You know, because there's a point in this game where you're the blob, and you, like, crash through the door of what looks like a CEO's office. It has, like, this big big office, uh, giant window behind him, and that window, like, faces out into this large so You're, uh, you're saying this is a Truman Show situation, <laughs> where everybody has to go to the same day, dress as the same exactly. thing, reenact everything exactly. over and over and over exactly. again. But just a few more murders than just the Truman Show. Just a few more murders. <laughs> just I, a I don't small know amount of murders. Because in order for that, for the Truman Show to work, people still have to die. There, he it, has to see there, death for him to think true. that life is so... Very people true. are getting killed in Truman's there reality. There is that part of Inside where your best friend looks directly into the camera and goes, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, got some Hey, guys. So, we recorded our first series of voicemails and answers for today's episode. Uh, we know we told you about the number up top in the episode. We figured we'd give you the first uh, sample of it right here now. So, you guys called in. You left some great messages. Uh, give it a listen. And please call in. Ask anything you want. It's always a great time talking to you guys and getting to interact with you. So, here it is. Our first segment answering some of your questions. Hope you guys like it. We're going to get inundated. It's going to be amazing. Hey, Jesse and Keith. This is Brent. Back when I was in middle school, I somehow convinced my parents to allow me to rent a certain game from Blockbuster. They would take me every day after school to check if it was in stock. 
And no exaggeration here, nearly a month passed and I could still not find a copy. I kept imagining how great it would be and convinced myself that it would be so much fun. Every day brought disappointment, though, only finding empty racks at Blockbuster. But miraculously, one day we found the game and I rushed home to play it. After a very short amount of time, I realized I was not having fun. And I became consumed with the realization that this is not what I imagined. I didn't touch the game much that weekend, despite wanting it for so long. That game, of course, is South Park for the N64. <laughs> so I was wondering if either of you had hyped a game in the past that, whether good or bad, could not live up to your expectations. <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the great work, guys. That Thank was you. awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was Brent. That was... This Brent's fantastic. A game that we hyped so much in the past. I mean, you, you heard the Kid Chameleon episode. I a said. game we hyped so much. Does Kid Kingdom Hearts three count? Kingdom Hearts was very hyped. What a game but, that but we couldn't played. find. So I, I think a game that either we couldn't find or a game that maybe we played when we were younger and when we got back to it, we were like, oh no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, what's a game that when I was a kid? I think Excite Bike. For the original NES, I was like, this game is awesome. Now it's just bad. And when I went back and played, I was like, this is so unbelievably boring. (laughs) This is maybe the most boring game I could have imagined. Okay, so video game that I just, oh, it's my favorite of all time. It's my favorite of all time. If I went back and played it. Galaxies? Galaxies. Would it live up? It it might suck. It might suck. It It might suck real hard. But I'm like, what I remember about it and what that game was, it was great. But yeah, if I showed Galaxies to anybody else, it'd be like, no. 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 thank you. No, Take thank that, you. the South Park game. No, thank you. Excellent question. Excellent question. <laughs> Next question. Hey, my name's Aaron. Uh, I just want to know how much money I got to donate to the Patreon for you guys to play Final Fantasy Tactics and talk about how amazing that game is. <laughs> and I guess I also should give you guys a secret. Uh, when <laughs> I was a kid, it took me three years to beat the tutorial level of Mega Man X because I didn't want to see Mega Man get crushed by Vile, <laughs> so I'd reset the console and try it again and try to win that boss fight for three years. It, 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 I didn't realize you couldn't win the fight until I read a Nintendo Power much later. All right, love the show, guys. Bye. Aaron, my man! Yes! Aaron, my man! That's an excellent secret, buddy! That's a buddy. great secret, Aaron! How much does he, has to, does he have to pay to get us to talk about tactics? Uh, 100000 How much you got? How much you, yeah, we're gonna, you got? This is a shakedown. That's what that is. It's a shakedown. New player has broken your kneecaps and shaken you down. <laughs> I would play it. I'd play that. I'd play that. I'd play it. I'd I'll play put it. that on the list. Next one. Boom. Thank you for the question, Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Aaron. Hey, new player pod. This is Chuck. I wanted to know... If you thought there was any dying franchise that you could give to another studio, what would that be, Ooh. and how could they improve upon it? Ooh. Uh, thanks. This is Chuck. I like you guys. Bye. Chuck, thank you so much, buddy. We like you back. I like I like this question. I liked it. I like this question. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. So this game, what I would think, what's what didn't get its due? I mean, honestly, off the top of my head, dying Anthem. Franchise. But would we consider that a franchise, though? A dying for like a franchise? Oh, yeah, that... it was born, now it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> it is on its way. Bioware might not ever make another video game again. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So the fact that they were like, let's make a Destiny hybrid, but instead of Destiny with guns, they're all Iron Man, it's a great pitch. And if it was able to done it, be done in a really smart way, I think they'd do great with it. Now, who would I give it to? 
The only game company I write now that I see as a positive, probably two, but honestly, as their crunch numbers, the more information gets let out mm-hmm. about them, Rockstar Project Red. Yeah. Right? The only companies Project Red's I, real good. I would trust with like making a competent game with a great idea. I wouldn't even say Blizzard anymore. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Blizzard I, anymore. I wouldn't either. I'm a... Uh... Fuck, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, I, I, I want to go. What ruined it for you? Is it personal? What's that? Is it personal what you're looking for? No, I'm, what I'm looking for is an interesting combination, and here's, it's oh, okay. really weird, but it came to my mind. The Kingdom Hearts series. Okay. Devolver. Hmm. Give it to an indie developer that makes kick-ass games. Man. And make it like a 2D platformer and see what they could do with it. If there's just an entire Kingdom Hearts game that changed format. I can't even envision that. I know. can't even envision that, I know. I can't even envision that right now. That's what we're talking. We're talking Kingdom Hearts needs a big change. It's not little little tweaks that are going to make this. We need a big old change. I I mean, I think they need an adult Kingdom Hearts to redeem itself. So then that that might be Kingdom Hearts goes to Project Red because they seem very capable of doing more adult-themed stories. I want to see Naughty Dog throw their their hat in the ring. I want to see them pull some of that because those are the three companies that I'm like, you guys make great games. I know you're going to take your time with it or what have you. Yep. We need gaming unions so bad. Like every company is not a company. I'm like, they make great games. But every single time I hear Project Red, one of my favorite companies, just came out just recently. Like they're known for having really... Bad crunches yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm like, Ugh. Chuck, thank you for the Chuck, question. Thank you for the question. We liked it. Hey guys, love the show. This is Mike from Atlanta. Uh, I was just curious what you guys, where you guys felt uh, the Legend of the Dragoon by Lance, like in the best RPGs. All right, thanks. Bye. Legends of Dragoon. Did you play this? <laughs> no. Do you know what this is? <laughs> I do, but I never played it. Squaresoft. Yeah. So this was a game. I played the demo of this and loved it. This was one of my lost love games. That's right. I remember the demo. Did you play for the this? demo for this? I remember it was the a demo. Final Fantasy feel to it. This yeah. felt like a Final Fantasy game. In fact, game. there's an entire generation of kids who played uh, this demo disc in like the I don't even what like 20 minutes. It was like one build up to a fight. I never knew. I don't. I never met anyone who actively like talked to me about this game. Yeah, but I played it and liked it. I think what I heard through the grapevine, and again, Mike from Atlanta. Tell Thank us you. that we're wrong. Uh, most of the game is cutscenes. Most that of the what game is? is what I've been told was all right. It was That's most interesting. Because I'm like, why didn't this game take off? I remember the commercial. You remember the commercial? No. Somebody gets their head cut off. He's like, he cut my head off. Can you believe that he cut my head off? And it's like Legends of Dragoo. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's interesting. I, I hear this one mentioned a lot in tandem with Xenogears, which is interesting to me, which is a game that also is like towards the end is all cutscenes. I mean, Dragon Dragoon gets great reviews. All right. Well, we got to check this Did out. Did you know cause... Vagrant Story? Hmm? What about Vagrant Story? You... I didn't play it, but I know. Do you know Vagrant yeah. Story? Yeah. There's a whole uh, series... Like Wild Arms was a series that I kind of touched upon, but yeah. didn't really play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a whole uh, JRPG in the the PlayStation One realm kind of family that I never fully touched upon. I'm excited for PlayStation Five. Okay. Well, I actually think. Hold on. Why are they gonna? I think somebody has a question about PlayStation Five. So. Okay. Do you want to do you want to get to that question and we can we can double back to? Let's double back. Okay, Mike from Atlanta. We're putting this. Uh, we're putting a pin in this one. We'll come back to it. Hey, my name's Kane. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I've listened to you guys for a long time now. Uh, I don't know. What would my question be? Uh, <laughs> what are you looking forward to most this upcoming year for releases? And if you personally could get rid of any video game that's ever been made, <laughs> what would it be? It could be a franchise or anything. This is you guys asking. Also, 
Fuck James Lipton, that stupid, greedy motherfucker. Fuck him. <laughs> All right. Have a good time. Bye. Our show has legs, Came everybody. Thank you so much, Thank you, Kane. buddy. Uh, uh, where's your favorite place to eat in Boston? Favorite, my favorite place to eat in Boston? Masking Kane right now, Oh, Jesse. damn. Fuck. We're having a moment right now. All where's right. your favorite place to eat in Boston? Uh, I like to place... In Alston, called Wing It, that was 21 flavors of uh, buffalo wings that I lived above, uh, which is shut down sadly. I like Spike's Junkyard Dogs. Uh, I like basically everything in the North End. And, um, oh, what is it? Piatini's on Newbury Street. Piatini is, a, is a, an Italian restaurant that I liked a lot. None of these have kale. No, 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 none. And if they do, then I take, I take <laughs> it all back. No, Spike's Junkyard Dogs was, I used to get the, uh, the Joka dog, which was a hot dog served basically on a baguette with baked beans, uh, barbecue sauce, bacon, and a mound of melted cheddar on top of it. <laughs> That's what I would eat in my face. <laughs> that if, sounds good. Now, now for franchises. If I can get rid of a game or a franchise. Yeah. I mean, we we know we I hate these we know I hate Final Fantasy X two. I think one of the games I would get rid of is the Division, yeah. not the Division two, because apparently Division two is great, but Division one made me not want to play it. So, I think that's that one's up there. Whatever, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find this after when I do my episode. Whatever is EA's most successful game that changed that pushed right? them towards history to right? buy other games. Whatever that game is, destroy it. Destroy it, please. Go Bruins. Uh, go Bruins. Uh, We're not. I mean, you win. know, we've already had the, the Sox and the Patriots, so I don't want to be greedy. Hi, uh, my name's Daniel Nelson. Uh, I hail from Delaware. Uh, my number's... <laughs> you don't need to give me your phone uh, number. I was curious. I just watched a video recently um, where Sony said that two of their biggest, uh, their biggest goals for the PlayStation 5 are complete backwards compatibility from PlayStation 1 up and yeah. no loading times for video games. And I just wanted, I was curious as to wh which do you think is most important, um, the no loading times for video games on the PlayStation 5 or complete backwards compatibility? Okay. Which do you think they should focus on more? This is great. Uh, which do you think, in your opinion, is more important? All right. Thank you. What was his name? Daniel Nelson. Daniel, Daniel thank you, buddy. Daniel, that was a really great question. And again, why I brought up play, right. why backwards, backwards compatibility. compatibility. PlayStation Five, I can go back and play games like yeah. Legend of Dragoon. And I don't like. I have to go seek it out. I have to go do an emulator or anything like that. I can be like, oh, all the games I missed that I always wanted to play, I can at least check them out for the okay. first time for real. Yeah, because I don't want to watch a video of it. The loading time, I don't, I don't mind that much. I really just care about having the ability okay. so, to schedule my life but to be able to play these games. Go to heaven, right? And God was like, we could have saved you life. Like a couple hours here because you were doing loading. I'd been like, what would I have done with those hours? And they were like, be real. What they, would I have done? They with were them? like, mm, learned another. You know what? You're smart. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you learn another you language. Learn another I've been language. like, how often would I have used French? <laughs> how often would I have used French? I don't know. Go save some more bees. Um, <laughs> uh, both are extremely important. Here's what's going to be right. In we we're, we're so used to commercials. Yeah. So they don't bother us. They bother us, but they don't like bother us on a scale that it bothers like new children. And by when I mean new children, I mean fifteen year olds. Uh, they're called That's babies. That's how old I am. No, I just mean, for the I record, mean, new children I mean, are called babies. I mean fifteen year olds right now okay. who like have not been used to it. They watch YouTube, and that's the most they have to watch a commercial right. or what have you, right? So I feel like going forward, like I, if you ask me five years from now, I'm going to be like, yeah, no loading time. 
Maybe. Because I'm like, as time goes on, there's going to be remasters, there's going to be different games, what that's, have that's you. That's fair, but I'm an old fart. And as an old fart, He's... I don't mind it that much. I also enjoy Werther's original butterscotch hard candies and sitting on a rocking chair and just looking out at the streets wondering, what's happened to my neighborhood? I'm, I'm worried if they don't do loading screens that the game is just going to be choppy. Yeah. Right? Because then they're trying to be like, well, no loading times. Like, yeah, but they there's all look like blobs there's now. There's definitely a, uh, a technological gap that they'll, they'll try to get rid of to cut to, to cut the loading times out. And it's like, no, the loading times served a purpose. It's basically like, hey, we got rid of sleep for humans. And it's like, did we? Or did we just stop sleeping? Because well, we needed that sleep. Persona 5 does a great artistic way of doing loading screens. Take your time. Constantly showing you, take your time. Take your time. But also, like, when you go from room to room, yeah. they have Joker comes in sweeping through. There's, yeah. like, swipe edits. There's animation. Animation edits. Um, great really design good. makes loading time feel like nothing's happening. But, yeah, again, that's what I was like. I want to wait till we get to this question, because I would say, I want to go back in time and play Legend of Dragoon. Backwards compatibility. We'll play Legends of, Legends of Dragoon. Uh and that is our answer to Mike from Atlanta. Hey guys, Jay Walker Five Thousand. Uh, love your show. Look forward to it every week. Seriously, one of the highlights of my week. Thank you. Uh, just want to know through your phone book of funny people. Is there anybody that likes Metal Gear Solid? I would love to hear a Metal Gear Solid game. Yes. Uh, game episode episode of with the with the Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, yeah. Uh, keep up the great work. Take it easy. Yeah. Thank you so Thanks, much, buddy. Uh, Dude, we want to talk about Metal Gear. It's one of so our badly. favorite games. So badly. We've we've had a few people bring it up, and and kind of uh, so a thing that happens a lot is people bring up the same big games. Everybody for the first year was like Ocarina of Time, and we were like, yeah, but we're kind of gonna build up. A little bit of a like base. when God of War came out, everyone's like God, of War, God of War or Breath of, Wild, Breath of the Wild, Breath of, Breath of Wild, yep. Breath of Wild, and Metal Gear Solid gets gets mentioned probably once every other month, it's, and and it's never the first one; it's always five yeah. or something like that. But I think we found somebody recently, and I don't want to say her name, mm-hmm. but I think we found a guest we had on recently who uh, who mentioned Metal Gear, and we'd love to have her back, possibly for a live show, and I think that might be when we do. It, either either one of my favorite games of all times or one of my least favorite games of all time. There Absolutely. Uh, we're go- we're going to cover it. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. And we are going to cover it in depth. <laughs> uh, next one. Thank you for that question. Thank buddy. you. Next one. This one was very offensive. <laughs> what was it? I was told this was a sex line, and I feel misled. <laughs> I don't know who that was. That guy sounds super funny. <laughs> that guy sounds like he should have a podcast on Starburns Audio where he talks about video games. This wasn't planned. <laughs> I asked Jesse if he could test out the Google Voice, and he said yes, and that's the message we all got. But that's it. That was me last that night. Was, that was you last night. Christian was in the other room. I was like, hey, um, I'm going to turn them down the volume on this. <laughs> Real quick, because I gotta go uh, leave a, a a prank voicemail. Apparently, you know, because I'm 13. We're uh, <clears throat> we're pretty sophisticated here, we new we, players. We, 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 we take things. <laughs> we take things super seriously. But this has been the first voice the first Colin mail bag. The voicemail bag. Voicemail bag. Voicemail. That bag? sounds horrifying. Like we steal children's voices. <laughs> something what? Patent pending. Voicemail bag. <laughs> New players joins has joined with their patented voice mailbag. 
We steal the souls of your children while they sleep. And we encapture and snare their voices oh. in a bag. It's a leather bag. It's leather. So we're going to keep your voices forever. Thank you so much, everybody, that called. Um, our phone number again, if you'd like to call us, like to leave a voicemail of your own, phone number to reach us at is 424-256-5967. That Say voice, it again. That phone number again is 424-256-5967. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, I like it. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. Jump into our first game? Yeah, man. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. It's time for How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game? I They're both looking at their phones. Well. Yeah, we've got our questions I out. I love it. And l- l- just so you know, it's going to be a lightning round. Trivia. Three seconds to answer each question. Love it. And definitely, definitely no jokes. Definitely no joke no questions. No silly questions. Every single Very question. Very serious. I feel quiz. like you well, might be lying. Well, but go ahead. Ahead. Ah, why would we lie? Why would we get higher for no reason? We don't know why. Question one. And what year was Inside initially released? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, 2013. It was uh, 2016. I don't know why it says 1996 in my notes. I was like, Jesse knows something I don't. Can't wait to hear the story. It was 2016. <laughs> question two. Which company released both Limbo and Inside? Oh, f- I'm going to tell you right now. Right. It's a... Uh, it, it normally when we do no this idea. this quiz, there are so many questions that we could come up with because there's so much that gets said sure, and done. Of course, and with inside, this was a hard quiz to me. I don't, I don't know. I love whoever did it, it was, but I don't know. It was play dead. Play Dead. All Play right. Dead, which great makes sense. Na- great, great name. Great name. Actually, you know what? In both of those games, you are maybe playing dead people. Yes. Yeah. Very possible. Play dead. Interesting. Uh, Definitely in limbo, right? Definitely in limbo. And pr- I mean, basically, probably the kid inside. Is, yeah. yeah. Probably the kid. I mean, reanimated. If yeah. you're a kid, you're basically dead, right? <laughs> because all things are dying, so you're just on the tail end. No, of no, no. Being I dead. think you start dying in your mid twenties. That's oh. when. Oh. That is when the cellular, uh, the like you're making less cells than you are. Uh, uh, they're dying off. See, wow. I'd argue mid-20s. it was the moment you were born. Yeah, the I, moment you were born. I would argue it's the moment you find out that Santa. Claus isn't real. And guys, I know it's not a Santa Claus podcast, but spoiler alert, he's not real. <laughs> Question three. You've ruined so many movies. In the human body, what is the hallux? The hallux? Oh my God. The hallux is... I'm going to say a, a part of your brainstem. It's the big toe. The hallux? <laughs> Why is it called the hallux? I don't know. It seems like big toe is good enough. I feel like Big Toe is great. You know what? So you know what? Because I think doctors a lot of times just can't say there's something wrong with your head. Yeah, yeah. they gotta say your cranium is showing signs. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those it things. feels more official. Exactly. Makes you feel yeah. more at ease. Yeah, that's why they wear lab coats. Yeah, yeah. If they just showed up in like a hoodie, you'd be like, uh, I'm gonna die. A doctor in a hoodie who's like, Yeah, there's a big toe in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a hallux in your cranium, bro. Do you watch Adult Swim? Question four. <laughs> What is the official name of the blob of people that appears at the end of the game? Holy shit. A hallux. The <laughs> huddle. huddle. You were close. Very the close. The huddle. I feel like Scrum would have been a better name. Scrum? Scrum. Scrum, got, yeah. We, you know what? Scrum kind of makes don't... me think of like a bowl of yogurt in a weird way. <laughs> Let's dive into that. <laughs> what right. are you talking about? <laughs> Scrum, I feel like, is a better word than a, than a huddle. I... Scrum is rugby, right? The Scrum's scrum rugby. is where everybody it, gets yeah, together. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I, if I saw a big, uh, boisterous, giant uh, uh, monster, I'd call it Scrum. That'd be a good name. Also because a, name. a huddle, I feel like, not to dive into this, but let's do it. <laughs> I feel like a huddle is a voluntary thing. Guys are huddling to get together right, a plan right, right. where a Scrum, you're kind of in it because it's like, ah, oh, you got to get the ball in a Scrum. 
So I feel like that blob would have been a better better uh, scrum. Do you feel like maybe sometimes, sometimes game designers make complicated words for things because they don't want to show up in a hoodie and be like, hey, man, you got you got a fucking huddle. In your <laughs> it should be the opposite. Game designers should wear all hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> so and no jargon. It does make it more, I will say it's, it is funny how like a, a uniform can make things more official, which yeah. is great. Yeah, like right. it was like, um, not to name drop, but this is, I, I'm a huge fan of Christopher Nolan. And he's was at a meeting. I just came from the WB lot, and I just saw him walk, like coming from lunch or something, walking across mm-hmm. the street. And he, I've never seen him not in a suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like everyone else around him were just in t-shirts, was, and because they were having some meeting. But he's in a suit, and I'm like, yeah, man, you're a director. That's cool. Like that's like part of his mytho. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, it part makes of his it cool. Yeah, I was exactly. really hoping you were gonna say that you saw Christopher Nolan, and he was uh, in a fireman's uniform, and you were like, "Man, he looks so much more authoritative <laughs> right Somebody, now." They shot Dunkirk in the uh, studio right next to us, and somebody saw him in a wetsuit. <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty." That's cool. not a uniform. <laughs> that's for play. <laughs> that's dope. Question five: If you owned a hot air balloon, what would you love to shout at people beneath you? Oh man. <laughs> Call it a scrum! No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the correct answer was, help, I think this bouncy castle is broken. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he would not yell that. Uh, question six. And what year did development begin on inside? What year did development begin? Yes. Like I said, oh we had to God, reach for some Jesus. of these. Um, Came out in 2016. Does, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess it took four years to make that game. So what, when did it come out? 2016, you said? Yes. Uh, so let's say 2012. It was 2010, directly Ooh, after la, Limbo. La. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom, boom, boom. Question seven. What's eight times seven? A uh, 56? Boom. Yes. Nailed it. Question eight. What's uh, What was Billy the Kid? Did you throw that one in just so I wouldn't get them all wrong? We asked that question to every we single We literally time. asked wow, okay. that question. Right. And, get, and uh, now I'm interested. How many do you think get it right? Uh, 56%. Wow. That's, that's yeah, exactly, exactly correct. correct. And, then, and then we follow up by asking that question, and you're the only one who's gotten it correct so far. I'm in. Question eight. What was Billy the Kid's first nickname? Billy, oh, first nickname? Yes. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Um... Billy the Kid's first nickname. That's a great question. Uh, uh, Nick? (laughs) If his name was like Nicholas, maybe it was Nick? I don't know. What was it? I have no idea. I'm sorry. It was Billy the full-grown man who murders people. Oh, God. Got it. It 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 wasn't very specific. They changed it to Billy the Kid when they saw him wearing shorts once. Question nine. Perfect. What is the name of the game's protagonist? Uh, What is the name of the... Oh, my God. Um... The kid? <laughs> he doesn't have one. Oh. This was a hard quiz to make. So this is why, <laughs> this is why I brought it was so open-ended. I was yeah. like, well, I didn't know if there was, was there more like... When- when you read to anything, it? when you read anything about it, they say the unnamed boy. The unnamed, yeah. I mean, because you are just a piece of a blob. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's and in in a way, aren't we all? Just <laughs> that's a, piece a great question. Of a blob. <laughs> we kind of are. Really? Boom. Yeah. Boom. When you think about it, sociology. What is it? <laughs> Magnets. How do they work? Question ten. Which one of these is not a way your character can die on inside? Being mauled by dogs, being captured by security machines, being lit on fire in the incinerator, or being blown apart by shockwaves? I think the incinerator. Boom! Nailed it. Right? Nailed fire. it. That yeah. shockwave part's great. That shockwave one. <laughs> That's is, fun. That's a fun one. Fucked with me a little bit. When by the way, happened. I just uh, joined um, the Reddit subreddit uh, shockwave porn. It's fantastic. I it's don't all know just gifs is. of shock, giant shockwaves. Oh, that's oh. like shit blowing up in the distance and like a 
Like, yep. Yeah, it's great. I think uh, cozy room porn is one that I subscribe to a lot. Cozy room porn is fun. just pictures of cabins, and I'm like, that looks I nice. I love it. <laughs> I love hum- human porn's great. It's all just beautiful pictures of people. <laughs> That's awesome. Human porn. It's yeah. just like, Worst oh, here's, name. here's like an old man. Yeah. Just, nothing sexual about it. It's just the greatest yeah. thing. Also, the subreddit porn. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> porn subreddit. Well, I mean, I want to do subreddit human porn, and it's all clearly just, we're not aliens. Yeah. Human porn. <laughs> here's my junk. Here's my proof. Question 11. What is circulate? Uh, what is Cirque du Soleil in French? Cirque du Soleil? Yes, Cirque du Soleil. In, in Cirque du Soleil, what? Uh, sun Circus? I'm sorry, it's Sexy Clown Depot. Sexy Clown Depot. Oh, clown got, it, got it, got it. Number 12, how many orbs are there to unplug an inside? Ooh, eight? 14. Fuck you, really? Right? right? <laughs> it's kind of nice. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Question 13, final, final question. question. Oh, boy. Give us a secret. Give us a little secret. Tell us a secret. secret. Yeah, tell a secret. Tell us a you secret. haven't told anybody. Ooh, you want a secret that no one else knows about me or anything? Yeah, about you. you. About me. What's a secret about me? This is oh, also man. a question. This is tough because I had like a dating podcast for like seven years. <laughs> <or> six years. <laughs> that I've told everything. Oh, man, what do I have any secrets? Do I have any secrets? Let's see. Do I have any secrets? The any man secrets? is an open book. I literally am an open book. Um, People know this one, I think, but maybe they don't. It's probably not top of mind when they think, when they Google me. Okay. I didn't brush my teeth the entire time I was in third grade. <laughs> the entire time, for the entire year, I didn't brush my teeth. I, like I you were fully aware? It's like fully it's aware. six months. I <laughs> haven't brushed aware. my teeth. For an entire year, I didn't brush my teeth when I was in third grade. And I didn't, I don't know why I didn't do it. That's so funny. I think it just started... It's, you know, kids are weird. I don't know. Yeah. I just started. I didn't want to do it. I was wearing shorts. And, and I didn't, yeah. And I swear to God, this is why, like, life, I do think life is a giant video game, but, or a TV show or whatever, what have you, because, like, that year, so I wouldn't, that year, like, somebody came to our third grade class to, like, a dental expert <laughs> to, like, t- teach us how to, br- and I wouldn't open my mouth, because I was afraid that they would know that I hadn't brushed my teeth for a whole year. Like... First of all, who invites a dental expert to come to third gr- a third grade class? My my honest answer is probably a teacher who goes, man, there's this <laughs> one kid who I, who I know is not brushing his teeth, and we got to reach him but, somehow. But also in that class, uh, Mrs. Kim's class, uh, it, it, shout out to Mrs. Kim's third there's, grade class. There's a serious name drop. Forget yeah. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. We're Ms. dropping Mrs. Mrs. Kim. She was wearing Long a suit. She was wearing a suit, and it was a wetsuit. What, so I rem- what I remember about third grade was I didn't brush my teeth for a whole year. <laughs> That was the first year where you had to ask to go to the bathroom. Oh, interesting. Which was interesting. Like that, and I remember that being a big thing. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You you just left your other classes? Well, like second grade, they I don't know. They don't really keep track of kids. And That's horrifying. <laughs> it's like whatever. Some of them kids wander are wandering off. in and out. They and just kind of fall like out a, of cornfields into yeah. these farms. I also picture you in third grade getting yeah. up and like Aaron Rego, and you're like, what's the deal? Yeah, what's, yeah. what's going on? But no, she made a point of telling everyone like yeah. you have to ask to go to the bathroom. That is because also it was kind of this was like I think I remember. If third grade being like they're doing actual classes now they're teaching yeah. this now they're teaching you know instead a, of just like a day of learning now yes. it's math yes, now yes. it's social studies and i also remember everyone in our class man this is i haven't thought about this in a long time but <laughs> we all got obsessed with okay you know how you are with a, a pencil eraser you erase and there's that eraser dust yes yeah. we got obsessed with please say eating it no just <laughs> co- but collecting Collecting it, collecting it, <laughs> eating it would have been would have made some sort of sense. We collecting all started collecting it. it for some reason, and somebody had I think it was like this girl Carly or maybe Kaylee or somebody name drop had a 
like a Quaker Oats, <laughs> like big, a big Quaker like a cylinder, a, a giant Quaker Oats cylinder. For some reason, <laughs> and I don't know if the Eraser Dust collection started with the Quaker Oats thing, like, hey, I got this thing, what should we fill it with? Yeah. Or if we just started doing it, and then somebody was like, we need something to collect all this Eraser Dust. <laughs> so then the entire year, What's the we, cause we, all, we all would be taking these erasers, <laughs> these pink erasers, and just erasing on our desk to get as much Eraser Dust. <laughs> How nuts is this? This is really <laughs> fucked up. Now that I think about it. <laughs> So think about this for a second. Third in third grade, I wasn't brushing my teeth. <laughs> I was worried about pissing my pants all the time. And all of us, the entire class, we were just like <laughs> just erasing on our desk to collect eraser dust. And by the way, we did it. I remember it was a big day. We were like, oh, and we would like push it down and we were like, oh my God, guys, today's the day. See, I don't think that was the weirdest thing about you being in third grade. What's the I think thing? the weirdest thing was when you died like a hundred and eight times. <laughs> <laughs> this has been how old do you know your favorite video game, Aaron? Incredibly, incredibly well. well. Yeah, Especially considering how. Wait, I got all those questions wrong. You, what are you talking about, dude? I don't know. Gets, I don't know the game at all. Nobody gets this. The only thing right. I know about this game Apparently is that nobody knows the game at yeah. all. The only thing I know about this game is that eight times uh, seven is fifty-six. Boom. There you go. You know more like, than most people. <laughs> all you need Literally, to know. This feels like a game that the the game makers finished and they went. We think we made a video game. Perhaps we did not. Would you care to figure it out but for I, us? I, I will say, not to ruin the ending of your podcast, if that's what this is, because it did feel like oh, we were wrapping oh, up. Yeah, no, time, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, because I, I will say, like, what inside, I, I play so many games. And what, in, what sticks to me, what sticks out about inside to me was like, the world building, the sound design was amazing. Oh, Nobody yeah. talks Thank about you. that. Yes, we got to talk about. It's this. like light to me. It's like especially in all the stuff I've shot in my life, which is a lot. It's like you could fill a whole eraser dust sized canister <laughs> full of it. It's like lighting and sound. And if you're out there and you're trying to shoot stuff, spend all your money on lighting, sound, and post production because yeah. that's that's what separates mediocre from great. Yeah. And inside, immediately the sound design to me. And by the way, the lighting was great too. But <laughs> like the sound design just set it apart. That is what makes that game. The you know the art direction and the sound design. And there's another one of my other favorite games. This game called terrible name, but amazing game. Hellblade: Sensuous yes. Sacrifice. <laughs> the sound design in that game might be the best of anything I've ever. Okay. Played ever because have you ever heard of that game? Yes. It's, yeah. So you're for those who haven't heard, uh, haven't heard of that game. You are a, it's a kind. Of, I would say third person, yeah. kind of over the shoulder, yeah. and you're a, a Viking, a woman in Viking times who has to take the head of her dead lover up to this mountain so he can go into the afterlife. It feels very God of Warish. Very God of Warish. You have your son there. You call him boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's always of, wearing shorts. It's before God of War came out. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> Should be noted, but she has a mental illness. She hears voices. She's right, schizophrenic. That's what it is. And so there's. While you're playing this game, and it needs to be played on head with headphones, you are hearing like eight other of your own voice right. in your head talking to you at all times. And by all times, I mean all times. Yeah. You're trying to figure out puzzles. It's like, oh, do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Huh? Oh, yes. Ooh, oh, no, I wouldn't do it. Also, while you're fighting, yeah, roll now, roll, jump, and you're like, oh fuck! And it's tell some of the voices are wrong, yeah. Some of the voices are laughing at you, telling you you can't do it. Some of the voices are urging you on, telling you, you can. Amazing sound design in that game, and it makes the game. And that's and between that and inside, 
that's kind of like sound design I've never really seen before. Right. Well, a lot, a lot of indie titles are able to do things subtly because they have to. Yes. The music has to be on point. Yes. What yeah. the story has to be yes. is on point. If you have a bigger title, it's like, we don't care. How are the graphics? Yes. More explosions. Yep. Are they Iron Man? Can we make them all <laughs> Iron Man? Yeah. How do we destroy this game for everybody? Anthem. But, <laughs> yeah, Anthem, yeah. But limitations, uh, you know, limitations are good. And, yes. and obstacles provide more, you know, uh, uh, venues for amazing creativity. And, you know, you look at... A, one of the reasons I, in, in my mind is one of why all those early Atari games and early 8-bit games are so fantastic is because of the limitations. Yeah. You know, like they had to make an amazing melody because they could only use five notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it had to be great. They didn't have a symphony playing. You know, Necessity, that, man. That's why we were... Because you didn't have a symphony. You right. had to do, you know, Just shitty, the one melody yes, line, and so it, it had was to fantastic. Be strong. So right now, I think it's like an embarrassment of riches, and many game uh, publishers are doing, are just, they need more limitations to make yeah. their games great. Well, with Inside, it's not even, I can't even say that there's music. Like, I, I noticed you didn't say the soundtrack. You said the soundtrack. Yeah, that's design. true. That's true. Because, uh, and it's interesting to me that you're a Christopher Nolan fan, because yes. Inside and Limbo yes, yes, both yes. kind of have this big tone? swell of noise. Yeah, the tone. The yeah. Hans you know Zimmer. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they have that feel to it as though the sound wasn't so much uh, a soundtrack as it was this pulsing, live, yes. rhythmic part of the world that you live in. Like yes. It feels like an organism Very when much. you're playing the game. Because maybe you never get outside and you're always exactly. inside. Exactly. Dun, you're dun, with dun. that. I would have loved an inside if they just program us in for just one billionth of a chance that when your character dies, he does the Mario thing <laughs> where he goes, <laughs> like, puts his hands in the just air and once. falls. Just once. So very, like, you can never see it again. Yeah. And, and then you're trying to, and you're try trying to, to try do it again yeah. over it's and over and over It's Michigan J. Frog. Everybody's like, all right, Carl, sure. <laughs> that probably fucking happens. Great reference. Great reference. That's <laughs> do you want to jump into our next game? Oh, I think oh, we do. I think Ooh, you're going to like this game. It's time for Everybody's, Everybody's favorite, favorite game. game. Can you guess the name of the video game based on how somebody who doesn't play video games describe the video game to, to us? Love this game. The way Let's go. this game works is my girlfriend does not play video games. She watches me play games. All right. And then she describes. Is that her choice or your choice? This is, it's become well, before both of us. it was, she was like, Jesse plays games. Now she's more getting into uh, what, games. What okay. originally started was that I was playing Skyrim. And then one day she was like, are you going to play the adoption game today? And I was like, what game are you talking about? She's like, you know, you adopt a kid and then you move furniture around. I think there's a dragon. I was like, are you talking about Skyrim? She's like, great. yeah, the adoption That's game. That's great. That's great. So now what we do is we have her watch games, and she's like, I'll I thought, Yeah, I thought she was I talking about Dream Daddy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like, The Sims. It's yeah. The Sims. No. Damn. It's Dragon Shouting. All right. So, dragon Shouting. So we will give you, we're going to do uh, three different games. All right. And she uh, gave you a bunch of hints, and you got to figure out, you can guess at every hint. Got it. You ready for I'm this? I'm in. Let's do it. First game. Hint number one. The awkward kid in high school who dreamed of being a member of Blue Man Group but flunked out of Blue Boy School decided to get a Nazi suit so he'd turn his face into paint. This is easy. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again? <laughs> the awkward kid in high school who dreamed of being a member of Blue Man Group but flunked out of Blue Boy School decided to get a Nazi suit so you turn his face into paint. Oh my God. I The Nazi suit thing is... <laughs> Throwing me off. That's the thing that's throwing you. The <laughs> rest of it. Made sense. Sense. <laughs> you got the rest of it. 
Well, you would think that that would be a big part of the game. You would <laughs> you think would that would think. be, yeah, you would think. But Turn it's the adoption face. game, my man. Yeah. I know it's hard, but whatever your subconscious is telling you, don't logically think about my this. My subconscious is telling me to run. So <laughs> like, uh, oh, my God. I have no idea. The blue, blue, bo- turn your face into paint. <laughs> I have no fucking I, idea. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, yeah, no, I love this. Do you just want to say a game just for the fun of it? Yeah, say it. a game. Um, just for, if you whatever making you what's it making feel like? It's, I don't. The facing a paint. What would that be? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Wolfenstein. I have no idea. No. no. Yeah. Number two. Oh, you don't even tell. Oh, these are the so No, we keep going. Oh, got it. Four got it. Same game. game. Oh, okay, we'll keep going. For uh, this is going to be. I mean, it's going to be so number two. All right. This thing has seen one too many Britney concert entrances. One too many Britney concert entrances? Yes, yes sir. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the sweatshirt is coming off. Britney concert. It is getting hot in yeah. here because the pressure is on for Aaron. No, guessing uh, uh, video game trivia is my fetish, so I'm getting around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go. What's uh, number three? All right, number three. So you get space shanked. <laughs> but you are promote but you're prompted to give one last high five before you die. Win some lose some. Space shanked. <laughs> I'm fucking like Mass Effect? No way. No. Space shanked? Do you want number four? Number four. I love this hint. I assume Chris Pratt made a really selfish choice to wake you up at the start <laughs> of the game. <laughs> I assume Chris Pratt made a really selfish choice to wake you up at the start of the game. Let's Passengers, right? Yeah, that she's referencing. So you're maybe stuck on a ship? <laughs> oh my god, this is so... Sh- I have no fucking... Let idea. us know if you want any of the old ones repeated. <laughs> Alright, wait, let's just reiterate here. Okay, there's a, I'm gonna there's run a, through. There's a blue Nazi kid uh, who's got uh, face paint. Uh, <laughs> too many Britney concerts. Too many Britney concerts. So Entrances. It's basically Avatar slash uh, Mark Wahlberg's Rockstar, I have no idea, uh, cut with... <laughs> Uh, uh, you're waking up on a ship. Uh, uh, passengers cut space with space shanked. Space shanked. And prompted <laughs> to give a high five, so you win some, you lose some. Prompted. You okay? And there's one. There's more. one more. There's one more. Prompt. Oh my god! All right, let's go. It's a game where you can brush up on both your trash compactor escape skills and your thick ass floppy disking skills. <laughs> oh my god! Trash. Can, can I tell you something? Yeah, please. You've played this game. Fuck. Can I tell you something else? You've said the title of this game on this episode. <laughs> Space Shank. I've said the title on this episode. Yeah. It was in oh, passing, and I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> you, you said it in passing, and I was like, this is going to be bastards. so much fun. Um, and when we tell you, you're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> Let's see. I've said it on this episode, and I'm just trying to think what I've even said. I know. Said. <laughs> this is the best. I'm blackout drunk, so this is a little hard. Oh, okay. Uh, we are too. Don't tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> Uh, man, <laughs> I n- I fucking have no idea. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Alien isolation. Uh. <laughs> Face. Oh wait. So let's go. Let's go over the when you again. shoot. So the All awkward right. kid in high school. This is one of the one of the uh, the robots, the androids, who dreamed yeah. of being a member of Blue Man Group because Joe, he's right, completely right, shaped right, right, head. Right. And uh, 
Working Joe that, or something? That is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, Working Joe. And you turn his face into paint because when you shoot him, it splatters milk. Oh, And right. it <laughs> looks like white paint. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, this, what was the second one? This thing has seen one too many Britney concert entrances because the alien drops down from the vents in a puff of smoke a bunch oh. of times. <laughs> got it, got it. That's true. That's true. It's very scary. Uh, you get space shanked. You get stabbed right through the gut at one point. Oh, that's true. That's one of the deaths. Yep. Uh, I assume Chris Pratt made a really selfish choice to wake you up at the start of the game because you're a woman walking around a spacecraft completely alone. <laughs> That's true. And Fuck. it's a game where you can brush up on both your trash compactor escape skills yep. and your thick-ass floppy disking skills. Oh, my God, that game. I got to say, like, that game was really fun after the second hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, like a horror movie. I mean, I get it. The it pacing took, and all that stuff. It took some time to warm up. It took some time. It took a lot. Of, I actually quit that game and then went back to it and was like, yeah. oh, and then I was like, oh, this game is fun. Yeah. Once you um, get into actually escaping, it's fun. In the end of that game, though, it never it didn't do a good job of heightening it. Didn't anything. do it for yeah. it, yeah. Just because it's like, let's just add more shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you, wow. You, you understand? I kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, kind of get it. Okay, next you got game. Two more games. Next. Right. No, this is good. Go. Next hint. Let's First go. hint. If you're stuck, sometimes it helps to consider the immortal words of Missy Elliott. Flip it and reverse it. Uh, braid? Nope. No. Uh, Number two. Okay. The game where all the thermostats are sleeping. <laughs> all the thermostats <laughs> are sleeping. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not. It's not going to be like Fez. No, no, it's not Fez. Fez. Yeah. Number three, first it isn't. So it's season seven of Lost, and they're like really, really bored at this point. <laughs> season seven of Lost. What happened in season seven? I guess I mean the smoke monster, right? They're really, really <laughs> bored. You're trying, really, really bored. You're I'm trying to use your logical brain <laughs> when really you need to be using your uh, your helix. Yeah. <laughs> really, really bored. Uh, let's see. The flip and reverse it one is an interesting. What? Yes, Something it is. Flips and reverse is a game where you go backwards. This next hint is the best hint. God, I just played a game where you just go backwards. What was it? Oh, I can't remember. Okay, go. What is it? This is your last hint for this game. All right. And I think it's it, we should reiterate. Number one, if you're stuck, sometimes it helps to consider the immortal words of Missy Elliott. Flip it and reverse it. Number two, the game where all the thermostats are sleeping. Three, so it's season seven of Lost, and they're like really, really bored at this point. And hint number four, and I love this, this hint is so, so much. Good. The one where you play a racist game of Snake. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a racist game of Snake. All thermosets are sleeping makes me think it's like a cold game, right? <laughs> There's a beach. Why would she? You're say playing snake. It's racist. <laughs> That's like the the game of snake. Is the game racist. of snake is racist. Oh my god! Fuck! I can't wait for this one. Uh, oh, the person I'm failing this exercise. The person who no, saw no, the, no, okay, well, fine. You can't. You can't. Fine. <laughs> All right, snake. Uh, what about? Do you know? You have no idea. Right. Aristotle. We don't tell Aristotle anything. Aristotle, no looking. Aristotle's look down, like, look down. I'm just here for the check. <laughs> um, Skip to the ads. I'm here for the check. <laughs> I mean, uh, Uncharted 4. What was it you were going to tell him? Oh, I was going to... The person who created Snake was like, how do we make this not so what I don't yeah. want? <laughs> I don't know. I it's The Witness. Oh, shit! <laughs> 
which was especially <laughs> funny because the first I guess almost, you had. I almost said the witness in my brain, the ver- and I was like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. The first <laughs> guess you had was the other Jonathan Blow yes, game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Very impressive. Witness was great. I want to talk about that later, but that's a that game is. I, I had to quit it because I'm stuck like in the whole thing. But they, uh, the thermosets are sleeping because you have to like raise the temperature on them, quote unquote, to get them to. Yeah, it, right. Up. Every uh, that game is all about mazes and puzzles, yeah. and it always uh, that little starts circle. with a little circle, and then you so, go up, and yeah. it looks like a thermostat. Yeah, it looks like a thermostat. Wow. And, uh, the one where you play a racist game of snake because she was like. Why is this whole thing about separating the black dots from the white dots? Oh, shit. Wow, yeah. that's true. All right, you ready for the last game? Yes. Game. Don't let the severed hedgehog heads get you down. <laughs> All right. Don't All right. Severed... <laughs> All right. Let's go. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Do not want to venture out onto the thin ice just yet. Severed Hint number two. Heads. At least 90% of this game's soundtrack is just Snapple bottles being opened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fuck. Man, Hedgehog. (laughs) This is amazing. This Um, next one's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is... That's, all right, I don't know. Keep going. You're, keep going. I am I'm confident that you're going to get this game. Uh, don't be confident. Number three. The Irish Bob Ross game has happy little foam cannons. <laughs> the Irish the Bob, Irish Bob Ross, Ross game. game has happy little foam cannons. I mean, fucking Splatoon? No. no. Last one. A chubby Weasley cousin steals Hermione's time turner and <laughs> jumps into a painting. Oh and my god, are you guys doing shrooms when you write these? I wish. <laughs> but a again, chubby, we don't say that again, a chubby uh, Weasley cousin. I also, she references Harry right, Potter right, quite so a bit. I also, <laughs> I also have another hint right after right, this so that Ron, might help. And I do. Another older dude, hint. It's, okay, cool. I, All right, go I, on. I want to, oh, there's so much I want to say. Did we just do the last one? No, yeah, a chubby Hermi- Weasley okay, cousin chubby steals Weasley. Hermione's time turner and jumps into a painting. Uh oh my god. Jumps into a painting. I I want to tell you something about this game. Let's hear it. You've mentioned it on this episode oh, of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to give you another hint that might help you. Okay? Let's go. If you're stuck, sometimes this helps to consider the immortal words of Missy Elliott. Perfect. <laughs> Flip it and now, reverse now it. it's prayed. Now Yay! It's prayed. <laughs> Wait, what's the foam can? It shoots clouds. Oh, that's cannon. right. That's right. That's right. Oh my god, that game is great. When she's when she labels him the Irish Bob Ross, I was like, <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. And a chubby Weasley cousin, racist. Snake. Oh my that god, that game's amazing. Man. Like again, like that that game is incredible because what that what I love the most about that game is the ending. Yeah, yes, which it blew my mind. The entire yes. thing blew my mind, and such again, such a good storytelling thing. And then the witness too. Like that's another game where. It blows your mind when you realize, oh, some of these uh, uh, m- puzzles are in the environment. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, that, when I saw it I in the clouds stuck, for though. the first time, I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 did you finish that game? I didn't. Uh, we've we've had an episode about The Witness, and we've had, it's always been a very polarizing game on this show. Yeah, I think people could really fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I loved it. Me like, too. I get why people like it. It was a game where I'm like, I love this. I'm never, ever going to finish this. Yeah, I don't even yeah. get close yeah. to finishing yeah. it. That's how I felt. And then when I when I saw the ending, I was like, 
fuck this. Because there isn't really an ending? <laughs> the end. Uh, Spoiler Well, alert. don't tell me. Yeah. Don't tell me. Uh, I wanna, uh, but okay. I'm very close oh, okay. Okay. to the end. Like, I'm probably like six puzzles away or you, something. You got to finish so, it and then tell us what you think. I Yeah. Like, and the thing is, I want to go back and unlock all the rest of the movies. Yeah. Yes. Which I haven't done yet. Um, it's because I've only unlocked like three of them, I think. But I think at this point, I might just. Google it. I've been Do, I, with that game. I I made a point to not. That's look what at I did with Fez, where yeah, it's yeah. like their feeling of reward yes, was yes, too great. Yes. Do everything in the game before you try for the end. Okay, great. Just that's that's a good tip. <laughs> right. I will. Uh, this has been. Can you guess the name of the video game? Yes, I'm somebody who doesn't play video games. Subscribe to the video game to, to us, Aaron. You guys are very good at saying that. <laughs> can, you do, can you do it again though? Ready, go. Can you guess the name of the video game? Yes, I'm somebody who doesn't play video games. Subscribe to the video game to us. Wow, that's amazing. It's really just you stick the landing, and the rest is horseshit. That's true. They're just like auditions. Exactly. I was gonna say parking jobs. Yeah. All right. Do we have any final thoughts on on Inside? Everyone should go play Inside. I think they should. And then go tell us what you think about it. It's great. It's a really fun game. And also, like, I love games with great stories. And that was a great game with a great story. Like, yeah. and and like movies, like books, like anything. If it's a game you think about when you're done, yes, that's the mark of a good game for me. I would, and not even a, in a storytelling way, but just if you think about it when you're done. I I would say that uh, maybe more than any game in, uh, say for Persona Five, because I'm obsessed in the last five <laughs> years that I played. Inside has has taken up a lot of my time. Like I will finish uh, a game or I'll finish a series that I'm watching, and I can tell that I loved it if I'm like I have to go online right now and find everything. I yes. Know. Like season one of True Detective, when it ended, yep. I was like, I need to know everything about Carcosa there is to know. A hundred percent. And that's how I felt about Inside, where I was like, Oh, I read some fan theories. And I was like, Those are good. I need more fan. Yeah, theories. yeah, yeah. I need no, to know I agree. What everybody thinks and says. I agree. I agree. And there's a great. Uh, yeah. Again, like I think. It just has such a... What's so great about Inside is there's just this sense of dread that you just yes. kind of can't get rid of. It's really... And there's another... I'm a huge nerd, and I'll say everybody out there should be reading books, but there's a, a great book. Nerd! It's a Sorry. great book yes, called... Of course I'm, they should. I'm thinking of ending things. Put down that video game nerd. Yeah. Make up a book, nerd. Well, no, I think... But it, it's interesting. Like, I think that games... Uh, again, not to get too philosophical at the end, but I think that games are... In a, in a fantastic way, really affecting pop, pop culture in the way that they should as an art form. Yes. And they are having an effect that we're just starting to see. Right. Um, have you guys seen that movie, The Last Waltz? I have not. Okay. Uh, Bob Dylan's backing band was a band called The Band. Yeah, you ever heard that song, Take a Load Off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a load? Right. They did that song. Martin Scorsese in the 60s, no, that's not true, 1977, the band did a concert. Uh, they were going to break up mm -hmm. and they did a concert to say goodbye. And... They had Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton, uh, uh, Ronnie Hawkins, uh, uh, Joni Mitchell, Neil Diamond, uh, 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 Muddy Waters, uh, Van Morrison uh, in a giant concert. Yeah. And Martin Scorsese filmed it. He took the best cinematographers of the day, All of yeah. gave them each a camera. were in the same yeah. place at the same time. <laughs> really funny you say that because Neil Young performed and Martin Scorsese had, says he had to go back and paint out the giant oh my cocaine God. booger oh my that came God. out on his nose. That's a famous thing. There's a lot of like mythology around Aristotle's this. face is just open. <laughs> Everybody go watch The Last Waltz. But there's a point in The Last Waltz where Levon Helm, who's the drummer and, and songwriter, says he's making the point about Elvis, about rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, he makes the point that, you know, everybody would go to these midnight ramble sessions. Like they would just in, lo locally all around the U.S. at this point and kind of go out, you know, on, on Friday nights and like listen to this great music and dance around and this rock and roll music. Yeah. Then when Elvis came along, the reason why Elvis was popular was not because he was doing something new. It was because he was 
brought to the mainstream something that everybody was already doing. Yeah. Everybody already loved rock and roll. Everybody was dancing that way, like Elvis was dancing. They were just doing it locally. Then when Elvis did it, they were like, holy shit, that's what I do. I love that. Yeah. So that's where video games are now to me. Oh, that's interesting. Everybody plays video games. LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, 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 well, I don't know if Barack Obama, but uh, like Drake literally Logic. every Drake Logic, yeah. every person in music, well, every person. Our, in, yeah. Literally, our whole podcast is when we yes. came up with this. That was the whole point, right? Is we're like everybody plays video games. Everybody, but nobody's but saying any, it. Any, nobody admits that they play it. Exactly. Literally, every single guest we have on, unless it's like somebody yes. like you who's openly like, I play video games. We'll yes. ask them like, Do you play video games? They go, No. I'm like, You don't play any video games? Like, No. Nah, really, that's not my thing. Or like anything? They're like. Well, I was ranked in the top 100 in this. Like every, <laughs> dude, it's not it. every single time I we believe get that. It. I believe it. And so it's a really exciting time for people like us because, and for video games in general, because they have just started to, and I, by just, I mean the last few years, yeah. have just started to become, there's that Elvis moment exactly. that's just about to happen. Where it's mainstream. It's mainstream, and everyone is like, yup, that's what I do. You see it in esports. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, you know, a lot of musicians get their songs broke in new games. Yep. You know? Netflix. Netflix. It's like we're just going to make video game yep. shows now. Exactly. There, you know, you, you've got all these, you know, movies based on, yeah, so it's really exciting, and you know, go see the Last Waltz because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's what's happening now, and and it's incredibly cool. I I can't wait to, to see, see where it happens with movies and video yes. games because storytelling with VR, like yes. once we're gonna yeah, get to that point much. with surround sound with your ears, like where you very literally much. are in the movie yes. and it's you, like we're gonna be to that point twenty years. Yeah, you think it's like you know, and and again, like we were talking about, video games are a proactive form of entertainment. It's visceral when you die in inside, right. yeah, and because you're emotionally invested in it, unlike movies and TV which are reactive right, oh I'm right. watching this happen so yeah just think of in VR you are the person and you know if you play Resident Evil 7 Biohazard you play it in VR that's some scary shit yeah that's scarier than any movie I've ever seen yeah uh, and it's because you're in it and they're cutting your hand off yeah. you're like Jesus. fuck you know it's it's great if I could be, <laughs> if I could be put great. in the world of Last of Us and Last of Us already scared the oh, shit yeah. out of me oh but you're able to put me oh, in yeah. that world not one. I'd also be so scared. Yes. But how would I feel emotionally for watching over would, a child that, this I whole time? I already cried playing the game. Yeah. Yes. Now if you put me in it, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's, that game is going to take me 800 hours to complete in VR because I'm not going to be able to stop hugging every human <laughs> I find. That's true. So, That's a good point. So yeah, I'm excited to, to see where video games go. It's going to be fun. So Aaron, you're such a wonderful guest. You are. Please come you back and talk about more games. So we have one final segment. Okay, let's it's hear it. It's not really the final, the final segment. It's a lie. It's reliable. It's you. called Final Five. Okay. The same five questions we ask every single guest. And they're it. all totally original, and one of them definitely isn't ripped off from James Lipton's Inside the <laughs> We know he's studio. on Conan a lot, so yeah. we don't want to say we don't want we don't want to ruffle, don't don't ruffle, ruffle any feathers. feathers. But if you see him, uh, tell him that we said fuck off, James Lipton, because stop sending us these goddamn letters. We should probably let you know this happened in our first episode uh-huh. where we asked somebody a question, and now it's gotten to the point where it's taken a life of its own. <laughs> it's it's really. It. <laughs> I once went, uh, when I worked at Late Night, I went to James Lipton's apartment because I had to pick something up. And Did you see our hate mail? No, I didn't. <laughs> did, you, did you bludgeon him? Nope. Okay, uh, well, really two, nice guy. Two missed opportunities, I guess. <laughs> really, really nice guy. But it was amazing. Like, it was so funny. Like, it was exactly what you would think. Like, there was like piano softly playing. And the, it was yeah. exactly <laughs> how you want it to be. Like, You're it like, was is like everything in this apartment yeah. made out of velvet and rose. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Not, awesome guy. Godfather's nope. on in every room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problems with his sling awesome. blade. <laughs> uh, question one. Yes. If you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? Ooh. Now, wait a second. Can I ask you a question back? Sure. 
It, what, do it's not what we're asking. <laughs> am I stuck in that world? Or am I in this world you but that be, video game you character? You can be in this world, or if you'd rather be in that world, you can. That's oh. interesting, because I feel like those are two separate questions, but I want you to answer fully in like what you would imagine. Well, because, like for instance, like Bionic Commando, that's pretty cool. It can uh, jump around, you know, right. anything, sure. or Just Cause. I don't want to live in a, the world where everybody's fighting each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fighting. Yes. So oh, like, you don't want to live in Earth? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my question. Like, is Am I of the video game character in this world, yes. or am I just in this that world. video? We'll say this world. Guy from Braid. You so you just want a bunch of wine. <laughs> you just want to be a villain. <laughs> you can control time. That's fair. That is fair. In this world, you're not the villain yet. That's true. You haven't made any decisions. You haven't made those decisions. You just get the power to control time, which is the ultimate that is the ultimate currency. I mean, that would go. be what would that also like to be first person to be controlling the world, knowing like I want to go this way, there's something that's pulling me this way. Ooh. And then finding out like you murder somebody yeah. important or something really terrible is leading you to some choice Isn't that, that you're gonna do. Yeah. <sighs> a game deter again, determinism, guys. This is a very deep podcast. My, Free will versus ter determinism. So my one thing is that you said that you would How do you know off? you're not already being pulled towards that? Towards the person I'm going to kill? Oh, no. I know. I know. I know so much. Like, here like, in we this said, like we said, tell James Lipton we said <laughs> Question two, if you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Ooh, get rid of one game? Yes, Do it. It never existed. Oh, uh, you know what? It, this is a bittersweet question for me mm -hmm. because the game I hate the most in that I've ever played, probably one of the first games I ever played, Robin Hood on the Commodore 64. Oh, interesting. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm old as, wow, wow. I'm old as the hills. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> I actually built one of the hills. Of <laughs> I'm as old as one of the hills and older than the other hill. <laughs> but Robin Hood, to load the game, and this plays into why I hate the game. Okay. You had a cassette tape player and it was a cassette. You're shocked right now. You put in the cassette <laughs> to the player, you close it, you hit play. Mm -hmm. It takes an hour what? to load onto the Commodore 64. Oh, my God. You then are Robin Hood, and you get three lives. When you're no. dead, you have to rewind the tape. No! Yes, way. And then you have to press play and wait another hour. Th this is that the, game ruined my life. Go that's on. This is the equivalent of having rocks and saying they're action figures. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is not a video game. Because you don't game. have to wait an hour every time you play the rock. Did you, uh, question, were you maybe being chased by scientists? <laughs> or Did you find your way to a And then I turned body? into a, yeah, a blob. Yeah. With a <laughs> it seems like you were Alex. in an experiment. But no, but so uh, there was this guy in the game I could never get past with the flame arrows. He yeah. had flaming arrows. I could never beat him. I spent so much of my life oh playing my that God. game and cursing it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of want to buy a Commodore 64 just to finish it and play it. Masochist. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> but no, just so I can complete that chapter of my life. Uh, that or the original Ninja Gaiden. Yes. Uh, because I can never make it past like your father when you have to fight your father. Which I'm sure <laughs> has a lot of other metaphorical aspects in my life. But uh, those... So I want to erase those games. But then again... Those are make us who we are. I guess. I guess I they do. I would myself. It was a <laughs> flaming arrow guy. I mean, currently that taught me perseverance. You're a man who's screaming on a podcast. <laughs> so I mean, you know, maybe I don't know. Has your taste changed in games? Because when you sent over the game list, I noticed they were kind of more current. Is there one that's like older that you're like, that's my game? Oh, ah. Uh... Because we like we were big Final Fantasy Seven fans, game. like stuff like that. That's like, interesting. Uh you know what? It's so funny because since I created Clueless Gamer and have been since I started getting into this world of playing games for work, 
it's really changed my outlook on games and gaming. Like now, because when I have to write jokes for a game, you you see it very clinically. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of like going through it and thinking of, oh, what are my comedy firewalls? Yep. What's funny about this? What's a good area? How would this not be funny? Right. Well, this, you know, is this easy to get to? Is this repeatable? All that stuff. So it's in a certain way like ruined games for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and certain games, like God of War is a great example. We did that on Conan with Bill Hader. Right. And really, really funny. Best guy in the world. Um, and I mean, they're two pretty good guys sitting right Two great here. guys. Yeah, two great guys here, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where that game, I, I, it, ru- I it was ruined for me. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't experience God of War the way you guys did. Oh, because you had just like... I had to write jokes for it. <sighs> yeah. And I, I, and I played that. it all the way through, uh, you know, and... It, you know, I was it was playing it, it, another great example is like Halo because Conan and Andy were in like Halo Five or something. Yeah, and I literally played that game. I think for man like nineteen hours straight to get to them. Yeah, and, and it was like when I died, I was like, "Fuck, I got to do this tomorrow!" Like, I ah, where where are they? Where are they? Like, just in panicked mess, like just speed running the entire thing. So um, that's my get my taste has changed in games. So. It's kind of like before Clueless Gamer and after Clueless Gamer. My favorite yeah. games before Clueless Gamer were like, oh, this is so fun. I mean, yeah. such good. And after Clueless Gamer, it's like, would this make a good comedy segment? Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of. So this has been bit. your final episode of New Player Has Joined. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. so uh, I don't really have a specific, like, oh my God, this is my game. But when I come upon a game that I really love, uh, it's very special. Right. All right. Very nice. Question three If you were to make up a video game title for your life, Ooh. what would it be? Man, the, what about um, uh, um, do not continue? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. No, uh, Out of left field. Nope, 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 I like this. I like what this. About, um, nope, you no, picked. no, no, you, you left picked. it. You, you left picked it. and we liked it. Well, let me just say, because, <laughs> well, you know what? But there's a basis in that. And it's okay. not just depressing on its face, even though it is depressing on its face. <laughs> but it's also, you know, one of the things that's changed about games since uh, since I was little, at least, is... The you get a certain number of lives, yeah. yeah, versus endlessly continuing, right? Yes, the stakes are not. There's a reason why From Software's games, Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls, and now Sekiro, are so popular because they're fucking stakes. Yeah, exactly. It's brutal. And guess what? You know what's more brutal? Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo hard. Nintendo Contra. Contra <laughs> is like that. Is what we grew up at, and it's so funny because games. I think have uh, in many ways shifted with the endlessly continue thing. And that just comes from an aspect of wanting to tell a story. You want somebody to complete it so you can see the whole story, which is great. And I love that. But it is a thing of like, you don't really need to get better. Yeah. Whereas like, like, you know, now your character gets power ups before you had to power up yourself to get better to play that game. Yeah. You look at King of Kong, that guy in that movie just got better. And he was like drawing things on the screen to get better at Donkey Kong. Yeah, not Billy Mitchell. Not Billy Mitchell. Not the horrible person. Not the terrible guy, but the other guy, <laughs> the, the hero of that movie, he had to power up himself by just literally getting better. Yeah. And so there is something to that. So, you know, the endlessly continues thing, I think like on the one hand is great for storytelling, but it doesn't make you want to be better. And so yeah. by saying do not continue, I'm saying I want to constantly better myself and make myself as good nice. as possible and for also this that one you life you we dead. have. Was, and that I <laughs> wish I was done. Is the DLC what did I That's tell right. you? Yeah. <laughs> 
DNR. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? What uh, aspect of uh, any video? Any video game. Oh. Um, in infinite lives. I think. Double jump. Ooh, that's a good. <laughs> double jump would be great. Uh, that's a great. You know, <laughs> everyone says double jump would be. When are you ever like? You know, I could have used a double jump uh, right there. You ever tried to, <laughs> what's the coolest thing you could ever do ever in life? Yeah. What is it? Jumped on top of a like. Dunk a basketball. <laughs> yes. Dunk. If listen, every president should be decided by can you dunk a basketball? I feel and like if neither candidate can, you don't get a president. I, that I term. feel like every third guest just wants to be LeBron James. Every, like every first yeah. guest wants. To, every host of this show <laughs> wants, wants to be, be LeBron, LeBron James. James. I'm gonna go with a non. On a sexy answer. I'm gonna go with the most boring answer ever, but it would be cool. Metrics and clarity. I think that <laughs> in a game, it's very obvious what hurts you and what doesn't. That's not true in real life. Oh, wow. You drink 19 Diet Cokes, you get cancer 30 years later. Yeah. If you drank a Diet Coke in a game, it was like, or whatever, and it'd be like, oh, this hurts me. Yeah. And that's true with everything. That's true with like, oh, like we're putting moisturizer on. Oh my God, later it gives me a crazy fungus on my arm. Right. In a game, you know immediately clarity is huge. Also, something I'm very fascinated about, and I hope when we die, we get to see is like, I love metrics. At the end of a game, you know, you yes. continued 60 times. You ate 94 apples. You, you know. Cried uh, after a breakup You cried times. after a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> cried after this one breakup 19 times. But I love Masturbator just going to scroll through this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is, this is, yeah, this screen's going on for You guys been to fucking earth porn on Reddit? Oh, Here's all great. the things you looked at. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> so it just keeps going up. <laughs> but no, but I think that it, those are fascinating to me. Like clarity in a video game is great. And I would love that in real life because then it would just be, just make everything easier. You should work out this much and you'll get this much more life or you'll get this much faster or this yeah. much stronger. And then the metrics part I love too. Like I love all of that stuff. I love like how many shirts I bought. So like- how many advertisements, but not advertisements? What? Like you want advertisements, but not like you should get this to get to feel better. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, not. That's what advertisements kind of are in a way. Right. Well, they're lying to you. They're yeah. lying, to, are you. lying you to you. You want honest ads? I want honest ads. <laughs> I, just, I just want information. I just yeah. want information. And yeah, and like, and I do think, and this is super weird, but I do kind of think the first time I played VR in like Job Simulator, I took the thing off and I was like, life is definitely a video game like yeah. this is all vr i just had it's crazy i just i just realized what my answer to this question is what uh you're not didn't you tell us i get so we did my episode for final fantasy 7 a few weeks ago yeah but i just i'm gonna have to write it down i'm gonna tell you guys afterwards the rest of the viewing or the listening audience is gonna wait but i just realized exactly what my Whoa. answer we'll, we'll, is. we'll get to it question five final question and again okay. james lipton can rotten hell apparently has, i don't care apparently how nice has a nice apartment, apartment is. Oh, nice oh, guy. oh good he's a rich oh wow he's, he's, he's nice to nice you apartment. he's nice to he's you. worked hard he's, he's a nice guy so he was a pimp once real nice guy that's a true fact jealousy here a lot of jealousy somebody wants to be a pimp here jealousy so much it sucks <laughs> aristotle aristotle aristotle, at you. aristotle <laughs> shrugging aristotle. maybe he does maybe he does if heaven exists completely original what would you like your god say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates oh why did you do that podcast with those two guys <laughs> you'll never have that time back you, you'll, you'll be like which one <laughs> I've done Touché. podcasts before. Touché. Which one? The two he, white guys. You don't, you don't get you don't, it. Get it. <laughs> He's God. He knows. It was, but you don't. He, it's a he for sure. You I, don't have the metrics to know that, trust, my man. I know. Trust me. <laughs> this has been Final Five. Thank you, guys.
Aaron, you've been a terrific guest. Oh, well, you're very kind. And we have one final thing. Oh, and it's Jesus. really the final Dude, thing. You tried to end this show like 30 well, minutes I'm just ago. Saying, this is the fourth <laughs> final thing you've said. See, you get it. He gets he how understands the show There's two final things. I love it. First off, what would you like to plug? Mm-hmm. Secondly, oh. and more importantly, where's your favorite place to eat? Anywhere in the world. Oh, uh, anywhere in the anywhere, anywhere in, in the, the world. world. Look at that face. So exciting. A little bit of um, So where can you find? My favorite restaurant ever uh, in New York is Chat and Chew. It closed down. Now it's back open right off Union Square. Interesting. Amazing. Uh, it's just like a great... You know what? It's great because the food is like uh, uh, home-cooked, uh, delicious food. Um, and I've gone a lot of like first dates there, which has like meant a lot to me. Gotcha. Like, I'm so, I've, I've, How many? It's a place. <laughs> only, <laughs> only two, but okay. they were awesome. Good first dates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's just why it's they my favorite They started something beautiful. Started something great. So a lot of good memories. And you kind of walk down into it, and it's like dirty. And, uh, where is it? Where is it in Union Square? Well, uh, it's right off. Do you know where the coffee shop is? You know, it says coffee. So if you're looking at, if you're staring uh, north, mm-hmm. so basically at the W Hotel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you kind of walk up, and it's like halfway up on the left. Oh, it's so like it's right by where Madison 15, Square East No, you. no, that's, that's I'm like thinking 15th further. 15th where there's coffee shop, Republic Noodles right there, Blue okay. Water Grills right yes, there. Yes, it's yes, down yes. that street. It's down that street. Uh, what do you get there? What? what? What's like your go-to? Uh, I got uh, Thanksgiving uh, uh, meal is great. Thanksgiving on a roll is fantastic. That sounds Their awesome. Their mac and cheese is dope. Oh, wow. Uh, everything in there is great. All and right. it's also like, you know it's great because it's a big NYU student hangout. There you go. And it's cheap and the food's great. Also, Mama's Kitchen, which is closed. Uh, oh, also Criff Dogs is great. Criff Dogs. That's Fuck yeah, Criff Dogs, se- bro. the secret bar? Yes. Oh, I got kicked out of there many times. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, go, you, go in, you go in through a, a phone booth? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's the best. We used to uh, get Criff Dogs before doing shows at Under St. Mark's. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. And Yakitori Tai Show on St. Mark's. Ever go there? I didn't, but I know what you're talking oh, about. The place I went is to great. the slider place next door. Oh, nice. That's good. <laughs> a lot of great places in here. I have a couple places in L.A., um, yeah, I mean, like Mustard Seed Cafe. Is yeah, yeah, we go to Mustard jam. Seed a bunch. That's my jam. And they, I always get in my neighborhood. I always get the same thing at every place I go. Yeah. So they'll just like bring me. They're like, "Do you want a menu?" I'm like, "No." They just nah, bring you know me. what I want. Yeah, they're awesome. That's the best. Uh, Bill's place is great. Um, and what was the second question? Things to plug. plug. Where can we oh, find you? Uh, this is the you part can of find the ads everywhere. That they skip to. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a, a a video game cooking show every Thursday night oh, live cool. stream called Dinner in a Video Game. You guys should come on. Nice. Yeah, we love uh, cooking. <laughs> I just did it last night. Um, and yeah, we play a uh, video game and make a meal, and it's always pun related. So. We- <laughs> We've done, we did The Last of Crust. We made pizza and nice. played The Last of Us. Nice. We've done God of Boar, made boar stew. Nice. like this. Uh, my favorite one was Shadow of the Goulashes. Ooh. We played Shadow of the Colossus. That <laughs> is level. a delicious last night pun. We, last night we did Super Mario Farty and we made chili and played Super Mario <laughs> Uh, and we did Sick Hero. Uh, sandwiches taste nice, so we did a Sick oh, Hero sandwich. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, it's great. Uh, Dinnerinavideogame.com. I do that every Thursday night. Uh, of course, uh, follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash Aaron Blairt, if you can spell it. Uh, and then finally, I'm hosting a show, a Team Coco live show uh, every month. It's called Super Boss. It's a video game show at Dynasty Typewriter. You can go to teamcoco.com slash superboss. Uh, where it's great. And I bring out three comedians. They each pick a person from the crowd. They play against each other uh, for prizes and fame and fortune and crap from our free bin at work that people send us and we don't Like want. you coach people? Uh, the comedians do. I'm just the host. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, the comedians coach people. At any well, point, coach there's... slash make fun of them. As Got you. Happens. Like yes. a, co- a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like they kind of mystery science 3000 uh, the, yep. the game. Very so nice. There you go. Yeah. So that's all fun stuff. Dude. 
Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys. We've got this one more final thing. I'm kidding. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I wanted one more. And the final thing is saying goodbye. Yeah, there it is. Bye, everybody. Oh, Keith. Jesse. Aaron. Aristotle. Inside. There's been new players joined. Goodbye. Goodbye. They should know that I killed that boy like 200 <laughs> times. I'm a terrible caretaker. I, yeah, I would have been terrible oh, at this. Oh.